this really is the battle of the Titans. Hi, and welcome to the second edition of uh, Desert Island 5. Last edition, we had Hamish Buchanan on telling us what he'd take to a desert island. This week, we've got, we've got Dave Fox. Um, so welcome, Dave. Hello, how are hey. you? Yeah, good. So I, I googled you. I didn't Google you. I RFA archived you um, just now. Uh, so you're the current national veterans doubles champion with uh, with the legendary John Minter. Had to carry him all the way through. A, a former under twenty five doubles champion with Roger Layton, and this is something you didn't know until three minutes ago. So <laughs> yes, yes. Apologies. <laughs> my googling was correct, and yeah. so closest to my heart, you're a two time Barnesbridge winner. Yes, that's that's my my proudest achievement is that your date. proudest achievement yes that was with dave hebden wasn't it uh yes with dave hebden yes so, so dave uh, you're currently sort of trying to work out how tampopo runs in these uh, in these difficult times but you're also perhaps the mastermind behind the rejuvenation of manchester five so how about giving us an update on how that's going you know the, the reality is like like the ebb and flow of of five centers particularly when the kind of age group gets a bit older and there aren't people coming through and we don't have schools for people to come through, that, that it, it did need a bit of a rejuvenation. And we had a kind of Monday, Wednesday, Friday lot, which kind of, the kind of club nights, which became less and less, but with a bit of, a lot of hard work from Peter Woods in particular, and Wayne Enstone has been great. And, and some of the old guard have been really, Jed and others have been really helpful at kind of building the game. So to six, five sessions a week, which is good. So club nights on a Monday, Wednesday, Friday, beginners night on a Tuesday and uh, junior Y on a Saturday morning and the what I call the kind of occasionals on a Saturday afternoon. And that's when we get the likes of John Minter, Marco, um, Wayne Harrison, if he's not in Singapore and uh, various others playing on a Saturday afternoon. So actually, in terms of time on court, there's, there's, a, there's a healthy level of fives being played and also linking up also the Y Club, as I'm sure a lot of people may know, is a charity. It's a charity um, and they, they do a lot of work with um, uh, uh, kids that are kind of teenage kids that are, they haven't quite fallen out of mainstream education, but um, they part of their curriculum will be within the Y Club. So they'll come out of the schools that they're in. Um, and we're working with that charity to try and make fives a part of that um qualificational coaching and these are kids that don't necessarily play football don't necessarily um play those kind of traditional team sports and don't won't have the opportunity to to play things like badminton or squash or fives um and and this this hopefully again will will create you know you you may get one or two players that will come through that will actually be quite good at the game that they've uh, um so yeah fingers crossed all 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 positive um, well that's fantastic and, and for those that don't know that the y club's really a sort of center of five we used to be a center of fives in the north absolutely fantastic facilities right in the middle of a big sports complex uh and the spa's quite nice as well when you get knocked out i've found um so as you all know as you've all listened to the the first episode of desert island fives we're going to cast dave away to a desert island and ask him which parts of fives he's going to take with him so, so the first thing that we need to know, Dave, is what courts are you taking with you? You can take a set of courts to this island. What are you going to take? 
Well, I so I started playing fives at Sedbert, which, as most people know, it's it's a stunning part. Or some may know it's a stunning part of the world in the middle of nowhere, but it's very very cold and pretty damp. Um, so I've paid, played many tournaments and many fixtures, and and both at school and beyond school, where your fingers kind of warm up by halfway through. Uh, the, the the first game and uh, there's a bit of sweat that appears on the top left hand of the court and it kind of works its way down so I'm afraid to say I've, I've been kind of spoiled by the Y club um, so I'm gonna have to pick the Y club courts and particularly in their current incarnation they look quite futuristic and uh, sat on a desert island I think they'll be a, a very impressive sight that's interesting there. So, so you've gone away from your traditional version of Winchester fives. Obviously, that, that's what's played at Sedba. So you, so you wouldn't yeah. want the buttress on the Y Club courts. Yeah, I, I'm presuming I'm there on my own and I'd find the buttress probably a bit annoying because I won't be able to return my fantastic <laughs> well, buttress shot. As I'm maybe sure you can you... serve around yourself continuously. Well, as I'm sure as you know, if you've ever tried to play singles on a blooming um, uh, against yourself, if you ever try to play yourself, you, you can't help but hit the buttress. So you <laughs> well, don't, you play, don't get that. You don't when get you're playing in a match, you can't hit it for, for love uh, nor money. Uh, exactly. Yes. So. Um, Fantastic. Okay, so we so we know what we know. You're going to take the Manchester courts. You've had many. We discussed at the start of the show. You've had many great partners. Uh, Roger Layton in the under 25 doubles and, and Dave Hebden in the Winchester competition, the Barnes Bridge. But who would you take out there to play with? Well, as you say, I've had so many uh, partners over the years, um, uh, whether that was uh, one of the Stoddarts uh, at Sedba, whether that was Ian Jack at, um, at Exeter University, whether that was Alex Wilson or Sam Roberts when I was in London, um, whether that's John Minter um when i was in um uh, when i've been in, in manchester um uh, there was another player that i played with uh, on and off for a number of years a guy called danny moore um who came out of st dunstan's i believe uh, and then was one of uh, one of the oxbridges um and we played the occasional tournaments at the win at win uh, west of england and um he was a huge uh, uh, and is a huge kind of bundle of enthusiasm for for all things fives um so yeah i think uh despite the, the uh, great players like um like john minter uh, I, i'm going to go for danny moore um who i'd love to see interesting five score five score again so so um, someone i i've not even heard of which 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 uh is isn't isn't that that common actually so so what's and where's he ended up why is he not playing anymore da, da, danny um da, Danny ended up going to Danny now runs the Theatre Royal Bath um, and uh, uh, he is he's an amazing individual and in he he uh, Theatre Royal Bath never never did its own productions um, and now it's a real centre of excellence in terms of the productions that it does so he's got um, uh, very much engaged in that work wise um and with kids and family but but has always been an amazing enthusiast of fives and and uh as our kids grow up and we become empty nesters uh i'd love to bring him out of retirement and uh and um i played the last time i played with him was at the west of england and he said dave um i 
I haven't had, I haven't practiced, but I have worn my fives gloves for a number of weeks. <laughs> I can't quite believe him that he'd wander around the house with his fives gloves on, kind of thinking that that's kind of the next best thing to actually playing fives because he, he, uh, he, he didn't get much chance, but he plays a bit of, dare I say, squash at the, and, and tennis and stuff. But it would be lovely to see him back on, on, on the five circuit in the kind of the vets and the vintage. So, so, so we know know what part you take. So, you've obviously had many, many good opponents, singles and doubles in in, in the past. Who, who would you take to play? Who's your sort of favourite person to play against in in, in, in doubles? Well, yeah, doubles uh, or singles? You, yeah, you well, no, I think Hebden and Fuller were were a, a great, great partnership, um, and and I think very. Uh, I, I think I've I've said this to to a number of people. Fuller was a had had a bit of the David Gower about him and there was just something you almost kind of enjoyed being beaten by him because you kind of think where where did that shot come from but it was it was kind of done in such a kind of casual and polite manner that it was uh it was a pleasure to be beaten by him but quite a different um partnering of of, of Fuller who who had um again very kind of gentle in terms of his demeanor but 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 had this ability to um, take a ball early and really punish you if you were out of position and um, uh, uh, quite a different player from from Dave Hebden and and played played also some great doubles both in Winchester and in um, uh, and in uh, uh, in rugby fives as well so um, really enjoyable doubles partners to play and you know that feeling in doubles where you know that you're being kind of g- gently unpicked tactically, and uh, yeah, and, I know and, it well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and uh, it, it's 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 in you know um, unless you're being humiliated, it's it's a joy that kind of tussle, the kind of physical side of it, but also the kind of mental side of of being you know slowly pushed out of position, and and they did it. Uh, Hebden and Fuller did it so so gracefully and and politely, if if I could say that word. And so that yeah, that I'd say those are the two that I enjoyed playing. We played. I think I looked at the dates. I think it was two thousand and three. Sam and I played at Sedba, so my home course, and we lost sixteen uh, fifteen in the third game uh, at the Winchester tournament, and and that was uh, nip and tuck the, the, in the, the final. The whole way, in the final, yeah. Um, and that was a re- just a really, really in- enjoyable game of, of, of uh, I would say this wouldn't I, but you know, some great fives, but against some great, great player, a great a pair, um, and, and just, yeah, really, really enjoyable. So that, that's the opponents that I'd uh, t- take with me. So, so it's interesting there, you've picked, you've picked opponents that are sort of uh, known for their subtleties and their, their grace on court, and none of these big hitting opponents. How did you used to fare against those? Because that's what's taking over in the in the modern game, especially in doubles. Yeah, it's interesting. I I was never a big hitter, and I, and that's part part of the reason why I probably never you know I was never a great you know I achieved I managed to get much higher in the rankings in singles than I ever managed to achieve in doubles. In and and so I was always uh, I'd like to think kind of enjoyed the drop shot, enjoyed the touch. Um, um, uh, and the reality is, you know, over the years, probably lost out on the percentages as a result of that. But it, it, it um, uh, I suppose I, I, I preferred to be 
beaten gracefully by the Hebden and Fullers rather than kind of bludgeoned to bludgeoned to death <laughs> or, or or and also I think I think it's interesting that you've got big hitters now but that, that there was a period in my view of the game where it was quite a defensive game so it wasn't necessarily just big hitters but people waiting for you or opponents to make a mistake you kind of basically swept them out um so uh, 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 I prefer kind of big hitters rather than being kind of sweated out in terms of playing that defensive game where you don't take any risks. You play kind of lots of safe shots. And um, yeah, that n not, neither of which, as I'm sure many of you know, is, uh, are, are elements of my game that are particular strengths. Um, <laughs> so uh, um, yeah, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I, I admire the touch rather than the, the beef. Well, exactly. I, th I think I'd be with you on that. I always struggle when people start hitting the ball too hard. It was like in cricket when they started bowling too fast at me. It wasn't fair. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Exactly. So, so, we, so we know we know what part you take. We know we know what uh, what opponents you take. So we know what sort of four four you'd have on court. Um, what we want to know now is we're very generous at the Fives Pod. We're going to give you a video recorder, you know, to take to take a recording of one of your matches. Um, to take across, maybe you can watch it every every Friday lunchtime while you're on this desert island. <laughs> Are there any any matches in your career that you'd really love to see back or or watch back? I think I'd go back to the Hebden and Fuller game where we lost sixteen fifteen. I think we we tasted um, uh, we tasted victory and we were very close. So bearing in mind, I think that was the first. You know, I've, I've I don't think I'd got to the final or well, apart from obviously you've just reminded me the late and and uh, the under 25s but in terms of a national um uh, uh tournament or ageless tournament uh that was the closest um i'd ever kind of got to victory and i'd kind of grown up with with you know F fuller with, with enstone with fuller with hebden um with hamish uh so in in 2003 it was very nice to get even though I didn't quite do it, get very, very close. And doing that on the home, on, on my the courts I'd kind of grown up in was 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 a pleasure as well. And my old uh, fives master um, was was there, Lawrence Catlow. So uh, uh, and actually, uh, I'm sure it probably wasn't recorded, but let's assume it was. It would be interesting to see how um, it panned out. But like I say, it was nip and tuck, and it was also nice to uh, be able to compete against you know Fuller and Hebden people who I'd kind of looked up to um, for years and uh, and you know out out occasionally kind of outplay them and uh, get them out of position so almost kind of you know at their own game particularly at Winchester Fives it was it was like I say even though we lost it was a pleasure it was a pleasure to play it and um, it was a ple you know, pleasure to be part of that so yeah I'd, I'd, I'd have that video and I'd watch it many times over and hopefully not be too frustrated that that we did lose but enjoy the fact that we got so close so so we all know that uh, that fives you know we all love playing it but part of fives part of it is, is the social side of it you know so we, we travel the country to play all these tournaments and play in all these matches um but but part of that is about uh, who, who we go and have a drink with after a match so to this desert island, we're going to let you take a few mates, fives mates. Um, who are you going to take to have a drink with each week? 
Well, as I'm sure you you, you know you, you you guys know, and and a great pleasure of, of as you say of the game is is having had a kind of you, you might have got up a bit early to travel up from wherever you are, had had some hard games of fives, and feeling a bit stiff. Uh, have your first pint, whether it's the you know one of the pubs in in Bristol, one played in the west of England. Whether it was uh, the the Dunkow in Durham with the with the um, uh, Durham tournaments, um, whether it was at the Y Club, um, whether it was in London, it, it, the, the, whether it was down in Winchester, whether it was one of the universities' tournaments, whether it was at Oundle or Uppingham or Sherburn, um, it was just great being in a pub with with a crowd of people, and and the kind of common interest was playing this ridiculous game that most people have never heard of and and I'd say you know one, one of the and it's a very simple pleasure and I, I think there, there are as I'm sure hopefully this resonates with Fires players that, that you know that um, I, I kind of indulge myself occasionally and still do where you're kind of thinking I'm, I'm on this Fives court and actually right at this moment there is nowhere else I want to be just playing this very simple game um, that I played for, for years, and 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 I think that that kind of resonates with with a, with a lot of people because it's you know certainly not fashionable. And I always remember Bill Gunyon from Winchester um, mentioned one year. He said, "Can you can you name a less fashionable sport than fives?" And and to this day, I I haven't I haven't been able to name one because we kind of came up with suggestions, but there was always a reason why that sport was more fashionable than five, and and I and there is that kind of understated element of it, which is which is an absolute delight, and so uh, it would have to be a kind of an enjoyable mix of some of the old school of Jack and Moore, Hadge, Leighton, um, Neil Roberts, uh, Bob Sandy from Halifax. It would be, uh, you know, the Ackermans, um, the Gunyans and the crowd from, from Winchester. It would be um, the crowd from the west of England um, and uh, the, the, the and, and then also the, the, the London crowd. So I would be very indulgent and invite as many as I'd be allowed to uh, invite. Um, and I don't want to, you know, for me, I, I've only really played in the northwest in the last few years, but... Um, the last uh, fives dinner that was at the uh, uh, what's it called the the club in the, the tennis place in uh, you oh, know, London. West London Queens. yeah in, at the Queens yeah, yeah you know the just a really nice crowd of people and I think the kind of the next generation if I'm allowed to say of youngsters like you guys and remember when we went up to to um, to Edinburgh I felt Edinburgh um, was and I, you know I went up a few years ago and it was like a evangelical re retreat for fives players and just the the wonderful cross-section of people is is just a, a delight and uh if 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 i if i want the gift of time uh it would be to spend more of it um playing fives and and talking about fives uh at places like the edinburgh tournament um so yeah no i i'd i'd, I'd take you all i'm afraid <laughs> <laughs> to take us all we need a big yeah. boat yes well, maybe one thing, one thing this lockdown will make us appreciate actually is how much we do do, do enjoy each other's company at tournaments and when, you know, when the whole community gets together. So maybe that's one good thing to come out of this. We'll all come and, and get together again. Um, brilliant. So we've got one last, uh, one last sort of point is on the Fives pod on Desert Island Fives. 
we're very generous. We, we let you have um, a VHS of Wayne Enstone playing because obviously everyone needs that on your island. We give you the RFA handbook so you can phone up anybody, uh, but you're allowed one other fives related luxury. Um, what's it going to be, Dave Fox? I would, I'm presuming you're going to have an endless supply of fives balls. Um, yeah, we'll give you all of that. And gloves and stuff. I would have, I would have a, a, an old school radiator uh, with the little bit in the middle that you can then put your fives balls in. So if you're, if you're pottering about and the radio has to work, so it's not for any practical purposes. The luxury is that all it does is it warms up your fives gloves, fives balls, sorry. Um, and, and you can put your fives gloves on it. So uh, as I would, you know potter into the, the the sunset of my years I'll, I'll just rearrange the fives balls and i'd feel them as to the weight of them as to whether they're ready to play um and i'd have the five gloves on, on one side and that will be you know pride of place in 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 my little den uh in 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 my desert island um so yeah and i'd have maybe there was a there was a if if i could have another thing there was the um at the there was a fundraiser at the uh at the Y Club, and there was a a, a poem or a, uh, of the. Have you heard of a song of fives by Jay Barnby? That's the one that's up at the courts, isn't it? Uh, uh, at the Y Club, I think it is about uh, the king and about everybody. No, no, there's this is one. It, it says smooth and square and dry the ball, white elastic round the ball. Two on that side, two on this. Two hands each to hit or miss. Two hands each to hit or miss. What more need we to possess? Two good hours of happiness. What more we need we to possess two good hours of happiness, and that for me would be a I'll have that in a frame above my radiator, I think. <laughs> so that's absolutely fantastic. Well, yeah. thanks so much for coming on as a guest, Dave. It's been, uh, it's been really interesting to, to, to hear what you tell us at Ireland, and just generally interesting to hear about things that are going on in Manchester um, in these sort of slightly funny times. But hopefully, post lockdown, that the Manchester Club will be thriving, and you're, you're at the heart of that success. Thanks so, thank you very, you very much. much. Yeah, and see you on a court soon. Thank you.